You're listening to the best of the TomBernardShow.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> so I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My. Special stripe. That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. This is why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800-770-7008. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean, Bryant. everybody to another episode of the best of the tom bernard podcast brought to you as always by bradshaw and bryant kicking off the show this week we had jamie lisso in studio talking about his name and the struggles next on the best of And in studio, we have comedian Jamie Lissau. Is that how you say it? Lissau? Lissau? I say Lissau, but maybe I've been oh. saying it wrong. Oh. <laughs> I'll go with whatever you guys want to go with. I was on a radio show for a while in upstate New York, uh-huh. and the guy, which it's my home, it was my hometown. It was mm-hmm. the biggest show in my hometown. I was the sidekick. And the very first week I was on, the guy said Lissau. Mm-hmm. And so I went, I went back to my house, and my mom called me, and she goes, would you tell him it's Lissau? Mm-hmm. And I go, sure. And so every day I would tell him, it's Lisso, and he continued to say Lisso. Mm-hmm. So after a while, I just stopped. I go, I'm just going to go with... Mm. So five years, five. I was Lisso. <laughs> Lisso? Every day my mom would go, could you tell him? I go, I tell, it doesn't matter. He well, doesn't he, care. Well, here in Minnesota, Lisso, it would sound better because we like our O's. Okay, I'll go so with that. Lisso. Perfect. So what's new with you? What have you been up to? Well, first of all, it's very exciting to be... At the House of Comedy in the Mall of America. I know a lot of guys might say that and not mean it, but I, I live in a place where there are no stores <laughs> in Fairbanks, Alaska. Yeah. And you guys were talking about uh, Target off the air. Yeah. I took an Uber to Target on Monday. You took an Uber to Target? Just to go to just Target to because we don't have one. <laughs> like every night, I was even talking to you. Remember I told you, I go, I go, I go to, I was at Marshall's. You're like, why would you go to Marshall's? Because we don't have, it's just so fun to have. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, we, who are you going to sell meat to? They all. Shoot their own meat. That's right. <laughs> you don't need to 
You're so, exactly right. Yeah, but you need some $95 earphones. Yes. Everybody does. Am- does Amazon deliver to, like, if I live out in the tundra, you know, do, would Amazon somehow get things to me? I'll tell you the truth. You will get things, but they lie to you. Like, when it says, uh, <laughs> when you get something oh, mailed to you, and yeah. it says, like, Prime just means you'll get it for free, but it might <laughs> no. be two weeks. Yeah. In the oh, U.S. Postal Service, it's all a lie. Like, if you have yeah. it mailed priority, uh-huh. mm-hmm. after seven days, it doesn't seem like it was a priority. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have no uh, they have no law that says they have to get it to you on time. I overnighted something to my mom, and it got there three days later. That's not overnight. No, like, it's, it's a whole life of that. Oh, jeez. We actually just got mm. our first Walmart last oh. year, and people from Fairbanks, Alaska... It was in the newspaper. They camped out overnight oh, no. in front of Walmart to be the first people. And I just wanted to go to the line and go, do you guys know Walmart will also be open tomorrow and then forever? I know. Oh, God. Well, it's like, uh, it's not quite Alaska, <laughs> but out in Maple Grove about 20 years ago, uh, it was a pretty small town, and they opened up a Krispy Kreme, and people were lined up around the block multiple times just to go to Krispy Kreme because... It was the first Krispy Kreme that wow. opened. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! So I know the whole small and it was here town for like five years. Excitement about nothing, kind of feeling. So why did it leave? Did did the did it die down the excitement of the Krispy Kreme? Yeah, everyone yeah. freaked out about it. They ate a donut and then they were like, "I'm good." And then they realized <laughs> one that per it's customer, pure sugar. one and done. Yep. Then yeah, then they realize it's pure sugar, so right. you're just gonna like gain weight if you keep going. Gotcha. Stop going. Oh my god! I think Jenny it- Craig's huge out there now, though. I heard. <laughs> and then once Jenny Craig's gone, Krispy Kreme comes back. It's well, the so long con. What would happen if they opened like a Sam's Club or a Costco? They would probably just lose their minds. We just got us. They, they're building a Sam's Club. It might it might have already or a Costco. One of those two. Oh. We had a Sam's Club for a while, and it was huge, especially for local businesses because mm-hmm. it's so hard to get. Even like oil. For cooking, for like a little, say you wanted to have a little taco shop or whatever, mm, yeah. like uh, Sam's Club was huge because to ship that cost so much money. Yeah. So that was huge, and then it closed, and people went nuts when it closed. And I think we just opened a Costco. Oh wow! I got to go okay. become a member. <laughs> I'm very excited. Get it makes you card. wonder why a Sam's Club would ever close. I know yeah. if everyone loves it so, so much. You can buy a ten pound jar of mayonnaise and Costco's better anyway. That's what up. I heard. It is true. Well, the reason it closed it's not was by Walmart. It was not like a um, right. That's true. It wasn't. A, it wasn't just a Fairbanks thing. The Sam's Club closed like uh, I think it was like five percent of their stores. And we were part of that. Oh. I remember across the country, they closed a bunch. And we were just part of that. I don't know. But, yeah, we, we loved it there. But, yes, yeah, so we got a Costco. I'm going to jump in there and get uh, get myself a membership <laughs> for sure. Oh, I know. I go there, and I'm just like, uh, I have to buy in bulk because of all the kids I have. Mm-hmm. You were telling me you have – how many do you, kids do you have? Between my husband and I, we have 11 kids. We're That's a incredible. blended family. We call ourselves the Schrady Bunch because my last name is Schrader. And, uh, yeah, I have to buy in bulk because I can easily go through four boxes of macaroni and cheese for one dinner. You know, and Unbelievable. I, and I have three teenage boys, you know, oh, ranging wow. from 12 yeah. to 16. So When I was a teenage boy, I could go through four boxes of macaroni oh my and God. cheese <laughs> just by myself. They just, yeah. they, they're like locusts. What they, about, like, I, milk? Do you go through a lot of milk? Yes. Wow. I go through a lot of milk. I go through a lot of cereal. I mean, I, I buy things from the grocery store. Within a day and a half, it's all gone. And I sort of know what you mean because I have three kids. I go through so much NyQuil. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> or Benadryl. <laughs> i got to buy it at Costco from now on. 
oh, I can't sleep. Oh, here, take this Benadryl. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I go to Sam's Club and I buy chips and, and a lot of the snacky stuff because you can buy it in, you know, like 50 bags of chips. Yeah. I don't. I refuse to buy normal big size bags of chips because they take them down to the room and one kid will eat a whole bag in like a half hour. Oh, yeah, totally. It's kind of expensive. Do that. Yeah, it is. It is. I and my husband's like, where are all our money? Where's it all going? I'm like, food. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I go to the grocery store every day wow. to get something. And, uh, yeah. So, it, Sam's Club or Costco, that's my go-to store when it comes to buying things for the family. So, you're lucky you have it in Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> Very excited. I'm going to I'm gonna get a membership as soon as I go. About, you just got me thinking about it. I've been, I've been meaning to. Uh, you could probably do it online. I probably could. Yeah. No. They have to have your you have to take your picture, yeah. yeah oh, that's right. Well, you can't take your picture on your own computer? Nope. I wonder if they... Oh, they okay. have like a photo booth that you go into and mm-hmm. snap your picture. Darn it, because I was psyched to do it online. We just got the internet up there. <laughs> so, looking forward to using it. Is it still AOL? Uh, <laughs> AOL. They just get to Alaska? Somehow, it's a company that doesn't exist anymore. That's just how the time flows. God, I remember that. It was so exciting to yep. open up your browser and you've got mail. Oh, yeah. Is it really? gone? It's just It just doesn't exist? That whole system, yeah, that's gone. Actually, I, I don't think AOL, the company, even exists anymore. I think yeah, they people still have AOL combined. No, I still have like yeah. eight CDs left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like, remember those. <laughs> got 500 more free hours or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it would oh, come into the mail every single day. Oh, yeah, and you got so excited. You're like, ooh, I get two free months of AOL. Oh, here we go. AOL was bought by Verizon in 2015. Wow. So they still exist, but now they're a subsidiary of Verizon. So Interesting. Uh, I looked it up for you, and yes, you do have a Costco. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, there you yeah, go. Thanks now. Oh, it's so <laughs> it's exciting. You can go to the it is open? here and get a membership card. It's not. Uh, <laughs> no, because of the time difference, it's currently closed. Oh, but, uh, but it is open, like, in general? Yes, like it's yes. Okay, gotcha. Mm. That is, isn't it weird when you become a parent what you get excited about? Like, I get excited if I get a new vacuum cleaner. Oh, hell yeah. I just bought a dustbuster. <laughs> I know, right? It's the greatest thing. You know, like a handheld. No. Yes. Vet. It's so great. I even got the kids using it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> you can't wait to get home and try it. And it's like, oh, I'm so pathetic. What has happened yeah. in my life? But yeah, or you get a new blender or something. You're like, ooh, I'm going to mm, bake something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I just got a toaster oven, and I have not been that excited. <laughs> Like, like since I was dating, what can I cook in it? Yeah, yeah I, I know it's it's nuts, but um, anywho, we got JB in studio now. Hello, what's up, JB? How you doing, man? Good to see you. You too. Sorry for being tardy, but I'm always tardy. No yeah. problem. <laughs> I run on CPT. What CPT? Colored people town. Oh, I knew what it was. I was just trying to appear not racist. <laughs> And actually, most of the time, I don't run on this. No. I was running from another job to here. Well, if if anybody doesn't know who Jamie Lisso is, you are on the show Real Rob. Yeah. It's been on Netflix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've watched the first season. I haven't watched. Is the second season out? Second season's on. Okay. So that's on Netflix yep. currently. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And yeah, you can binge watch that show because each episode is, what, only like 22 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So It's one of the rare standard length shows left i love those shows when they're only like 22 23 minutes because so can, nice yeah because i don't i lose interest after an hour because i i'm so busy you couldn't know, agree so. more i was talking to someone the other day and i was saying like how amazing is it 
that we can watch an entire season mm-hmm. of something in one night. And what I'm hoping comes to Netflix soon is my son's soccer. <laughs> I'd love to watch an entire season yeah. in one night. Save me a lot of gas. Yeah, yeah we got two seasons on, and we actually we just found out we're doing season three, and so we're, we're we've written it already. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to LA Monday, and we're going to find out when we start uh, shooting that. So, and uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it, while well, the boys are in it, like uh, Adam Sandler did a episode for us. I think season two probably. Okay. Norm Macdonald, David Spade, George Lopez. So it's all of Rob's friends stopped wow. in and. Uh, did a day of shooting, which was super fun. Oh, yeah, I love season one. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so funny because it's, it's kind of like that um, a view of Rob that you probably wouldn't see. And right. you know he's not really like that, but it's just so fun. He's such a great comedian, and just I, like, I love how he acts. So just to see that. And then your character, who is his personal assistant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was telling you off air, I'm like, you embodied everything probably a personal assistant goes through and you just and it's like you you love him so much and you just Mm want to make him happy and it's like the stuff you go through on this show it's like oh my god but yeah i mean i feel like a personal assistant to my kids so i know how it goes yeah and like rob in the show like really he really treats me badly and beats me up which is not the case (laughs) in real life he's changed my life for the better Mm -hmm. but i remember when the first season came out my mom watched it Mm-hmm. And she called me up and she goes, "I'm, I, you know, I'm really proud of you for like in the show on the air and stuff. It's really cool." But she goes, "I don't like the way Rob treats you." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Ma, it's a television show. Johnny Depp's not really a pirate. <laughs> yes. like, he's changed our he life. He tried to be, but yeah, it true. didn't work out. Bad for example, him. you're right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. John. Well, I think in Johnny Depp's mind, he is a pirate. I." <laughs> if you see him out in public, but um, what's yeah. so fun about the show too is that we, because it's loosely based on Rob Schneider's life, mm-hmm. you sit at a writing table, and if you're writing like a normal show, you'd have to come up with ideas from thin air. You'd have to just create mm-hmm. like whatever out of nowhere. But with Rob, I remember season one, we had episode four. It's called VIP treatment, and we didn't have a good, we didn't have a good cold open. We had mm-hmm. nothing to start with, and so we had the rest of the episode was pretty good. But I was like. Rob, like, do you have anything from your real life? Like, could you tell us if you? It's the one where Rob hits the guy with his car. Oh, <laughs> and so I go. Is there anything you could think of like that would be like a funny thing for the beginning of episode four? And he goes, "Oh, I hit this guy with my car once, and um, it was in Vegas, and I hit him with my car. And when the cops came, I was so famous at the time." Everyone cared how I was doing <laughs> and didn't care how the guy on the ground was doing. Oh, my God. And we're like, what? me and his wife are like, what, do you, what happened? And he goes, yeah, like the cops, like, it was kind of like a homeless guy. They basically, like, stepped over the guy's body, gave me a water. <laughs> and they're like, is that, is that guy dead? And so we, I just go, Mike, it's gold. Oh, and so yeah. you just write it into, you exaggerate a little bit to make it yeah. funnier, but mm-hmm. so much easier to write a show based on someone's life. Well, and that's how comedy stand-up is. You take things from your real life and you just kind of embellish it a little bit to make it funnier. Because a lot of times you hear about comedians, like, they go through horrible things in their life. Yes. But, but that makes them the better comedian. Absolutely. So you, you got to take something bad and just turn it around and make it funny. And then it doesn't seem so bad anymore. You I, know what I mean? I couldn't agree more. I got divorced two months ago, and the whole time in court I was oh. thinking, I'm going to have oh. so much material. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many jokes. But for real. And then I and now that's like almost. <clears throat> Were you taking notes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to kill. You're writing a set while, while you're in front yeah. of the judge. Man, this thing where I have no money left is going to kill tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, but it's but if you come to the House of Comedy this weekend, you will see that that's kind of like where my 
where I'm transitioning to. Mm-hmm. Is like I can't. I if you saw me last year, that was comedy. I was married guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was hap- happily married guy. I didn't realize I, I wasn't. But if you go <laughs> this week, you'll you'll see like the the true like as your life changes, you have to mm-hmm. change your act, and yeah, you get so much. Uh, funny stuff that's awesome yeah i'm gonna my sister and i are gonna venture out to house of comedy this weekend i would love that yes yes so and we are giving away passes correct absolutely we'll be giving away two pairs of passes um you can call in if you want uh it's 952-800-1492 and i'll be posting a thing on social media all you have to do is tag a friend that you would like to bring to go see jamie lissell at house of comedy this weekend your shows are tonight 7 30 and 9 45 i think it's is that right mm-hmm. and then, 7, tomor- 30, 9, 45, and then yep. tomorrow no at idea. 7 and 9 30 and yep. sunday at 7 i nailed it i yeah. crushed it <laughs> I, and if you're divorced come on out yes come on here's really some like good it. divorce you're gonna jokes. really like it if you're divorced i'm talking to 90 percent of people when i say that yeah i yeah, know i have story i've been divorced my from my first husband i've been remarried now with my second husband, so I know how the whole divorce thing works and custody and oh god, it can be, especially when you have a toxic ex. It's not easy to deal with. I don't think but. anybody in this room knows anything about that. <laughs> yeah, oh, right? I do. Do you too? Uh, You're not listening, I've, right? I've, uh, I've almost been divorced longer than I've been alive. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta I take. Thought- I thought you were going to say, my, I've almost been divorced like five times. That's what no, I thought you were going to say. No, my, my son is what? He'll be 30 this fall. Wow. But we need yeah. to take a break. Yeah, here. we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, talk more about divorce. Maybe we have some divorce counseling going on <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we'll be right back here. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is what? <laughs> Jamie Lisso on the best of. Coming up next, actually closing out the show, we're opening up the old vault. All the way back to one of my personal favorites. So it's an extended clip, episode 418, April 10th, 2014, with Dion Cole, fresh off the plane. Next on the best of girl I wanna win pregnate. And Dr. Dre said Slim Shady, you a basic. Uh-uh. Watch your face red, man. You waste Our special guest, Rick Bronson's house comedy tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday night, Dion Cole. How you doing, Dion? Hey, I'm good. I'm tired. I just flew in and Where'd you come from? From uh, Los Angeles. Wow. And yeah, so I just flew in and I didn't go to sleep last night and got to the hotel and you know, hotel problems. And this ought to be a barn burner interview. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're like already funny as hell. This is killing me over here. <laughs> I got a lot to talk about tonight. You know, yeah. actually, I'm going to change this interview, okay? I'm just going to start over again. Just <laughs> okay. Are okay, you ready? All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a great honor to have our special guest, John Lee Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> he sounds just like Dion Cole. I didn't realize that about John Lee Hooker. Unbelievable. You ever see, did you ever see the Hook interview? Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It was unbelievable. He'd have a bottle of Chevy's under his chair. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, well, we go down there all the time. It's unbelievable. We have a wonderful time. I loved the Hook. He was a great I got to play with him. You got to play with John Lee Hooker? Rooftop in Milwaukee. I'm there oh. for a wedding. 
My ex-brother-in-law was crazy. The guy's name's Baron Vogelsberg. He's from Brooklyn, New York. His name is Baron Vogelsberg? And his brother's name is Earl. Just oh to care. <laughs> so we're in a rooftop bar, oh one in the morning, and he looks, and Baron's a musician, too, and he looks over and he goes, God damn it, I think that's John Lee Hooker. And we look over there, really? and sure enough, he's in the corner with a bunch of God. girls who just done a show there. So he walks over and starts <clears throat> talking to him, and then he comes back and goes, I'll be right back. And he goes down to his room, gets a couple of guitars, and... Starts playing with him. One of my favorite things about John Lee Hooker, we have a call here. Deion Coles, our special guest at Rick Brown's House Comedy. But I have to mention, one of my favorite things about John Lee Hooker is he would just start going, oh, do, 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 do. he goes, let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about John Lee Hooker. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> Who we got on the phone, Andy? We have Mike from Blaine. Mike from Blaine. Oh, I bet you're calling to talk to Deion Cole. No way. Hi, Dion. How you doing today? Hey, what's going on, brother? Pretty good. Um, I was just wondering if I could maybe ask you a few questions today. Yeah, absolutely. All right. First, uh, how was the uh, working with Rashida Jones? Oh, she's fantastic. She, she's one of the best, man. So focused, so so fine, so funny. She's great. Absolutely. We had a good time. Very good time. So uh, was it fun p- playing the uh, canine guy for my... For that new pilot you did? Yeah, it was great. Uh, the, the dog's name is Jax, but in in in, in, the, sh- in, in the show, his name is uh, his name is Officer Officer uh, Hoffman. That's his name, Officer Hoffman. And he and uh, yeah, he, he was a great dog. He's actually almost human. It's the only thing about him is he got four legs. The way that they portray him, whatever was. Yeah, it, it, it was great. It was great. I never worked with a dog as a co-star, so it was great. All right. So uh, it sounds like you've been uh, indulging in some of the, the Keisha today. Is that true? Just landed. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. This is... You know, <laughs> That's a great question. I know, right? <laughs> That's a just, great question. Just landed. <laughs> But 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 will be will be will be. <laughs> no, Mike, explain yourself. What? Because I'll tell you what, Mike is as high now as you want to be. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Is that not right, Mike? Come, come pick me up, Mike. Come pick me up. Clearly, you've never been to Blaine. Never. What else you got, Mike? All right. Uh, I heard you uh, had a bad experience in Cleveland once. Yeah. Yeah. I got a. Um... I had a gun pulled on me in Cleveland. Uh, guy was talking in my show, and I like just shut him up. And then after the show, he comes up to me in the parking lot with like one of these like banana clip Uzis, and just was like, <laughs> "All right, talk now, funny man. Be funny now, like oh. like be funny now." And I was just like, "How? How? Tell me how I could be funny, brother. I will do it if you just show me the way." Just, Show me how to be funny with this banana clip Uzi in my face right now. And the police came and he ran. In what situation do you need crazy. an Uzi? I right. know. And where do you, like, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You were going to say, where do you buy them? Then yeah, you I was realize, about to say Then that. you realize where you knew where to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Who are 
are you? Are you an informant? That's exactly. That's exactly what I was, I was like. This. Where do you buy? Uh, oh, 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 right. right. That works. Yeah, so I'm assuming that hat you're wearing is not for Cleveland. I know. No. Yeah. 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 It's not not for Cleveland. Yeah. I, <laughs> He's got a big C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're on camera. That's right. I forgot. You know. So, so Mike. Yes, Tom. Are you going to go see Dion this weekend? I don't know. I just went like two weeks ago to see Brad Ernst. So. Oh, you don't want to get out of the house more than once a month. <laughs> his quota. That's where he's got his banana clip Uzi and his. I only laugh once a month. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, you get tragedy and misery. You get hurt or rib otherwise. <laughs> I know. Right? That's very true. <laughs> you got anything else, Mike? Oh, uh, your uh, mustache bit is really good. Uh, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Too bad you can't hear it. <laughs> She'll be home, right? <laughs> yeah, what about that, Mike? What about that, Mike? I'm still asking you. I'm trying to picture you, Mike, with a banana clip Uzi in your hand. I, mean, I can't picture that. <laughs> Shaking like a leaf. <laughs> yeah, and Dion be going, I knew, I knew I shouldn't let white people in here. <laughs> Let me show you how to hold that. If you're going to have it on me, let me show you how to, how to have, how hold it on me. All right, Mike? It's right. true. Is that everything, sir? Yeah, we'll uh, call it there. It's good. No, I mean, you can, you can ask another question if you want. I don't want to hold you up. You got to get back to sleeping. Or... I know. Mike is... Doing something, <laughs> shaving a cat or something. Something's something got your focus right now, Mike. All right. Well, uh, your uh, Black Box show, uh, are you going to do more of those? Yeah, yeah. We're looking for another place to take it. We can go to another network. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it is definitely in full effect. What about the Tom Bernard Network? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. What yeah. do you think about Look that? At that. That's my good. son, by the way. Oh, yeah? He's my son sure and she's my daughter. Oh wow! The fans, hey. the fans. My wife is usually here, but no, she's uh, not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, Be it depends real. on your uh, the time frame we're talking about. I get uh, I get them. I do a morning show as well. You're going to be on the morning show with me tomorrow. As a Great. And you'll probably be more awake than you are now. I will be. I, I will be. Actually, I hope you're not, because I like this. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I went to shave, and then we had no hot water. I went in the utility room, and it was about there was about six inches of water, our water heater. The bottom blew right out of it. Wow! So she's at home taking care of that. Oh. But otherwise, she would be here. Oh, okay. Which would be a good thing. Oh, okay. She's cool. a plumber. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. See you later, Mike. Later, uh, Don and Tom and Andy and Mike and uh, Dion. Have a good show. And Don't worry Alex. about me. Don't worry yeah. about me, Mike. It's fine. Way, way to go. Way to Whatever. go, Mike. Sexist pig. No, no, that's enough out of you. Hang on. Oh! Is that enough? Dion, I got a question for you. Yes. I watched uh, uh, some of your stuff and... Mm-hmm. and uh, Something struck me uh, as being absolutely true that you say that shocks everyone in the audience until they realize that it is absolutely true. Mm -hmm. But uh, you uh, have a a belief that every white woman in the world gets one black man for free. 
Yes. Insects. Yes. That's and they have to have that before they get married. And it's acceptable. It is acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Who invented this rule? You, 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 <clears throat> I was watching on YouTube. I was watching on YouTube, and he said so that, and, and and he said that, and they take a shot of the audience, and all the white women in the audience are just like, like does well, he know that? I will tell you something. That I know. I, I might be. What's funny is the white man looking around. Like, is this true? What no, is, that can't be this? true. Yeah. What is what is this? I will tell you something. I might be the only white man in America that knows what that's called because of where I grew up. Where? He grew up on the street. I grew up uh, yeah. in, a, in a very urban neighborhood, and that is called a something kick. It's oh. called she's on a kick. She's on a black kick. Mm, kind oh, of. Like I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping. I'm keeping it light. Yeah, I'm keeping it light. I'm keeping it light. Well, I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, they, they can put it together. This is a smart audience. They know what this. <laughs> but that was based on. Oh, she's on a kick. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what you're talking yeah, exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, I heard that's. But but. <laughs> Black people don't see it like that, but yeah, a lot of yeah, 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 no, but I get it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. But I'm not going to take away your joke because you may that's use hilarious. it tonight. But but there, nah, uh, not of, no more, one of, one not of the, no more. One not of the no lines more. is that that uh, you go ahead and tell it then if you're not going to use it uh, tonight. But there, there was a, a white woman who had the opportunity mm-hmm. to have a relationship, a sexual relationship with a black with a man, black man, and turned it down. Yes. Now you have to tell why. Because his penis was small and she didn't want to waste her opportunities for <laughs> he had the one black guy that she was going to have sex with, hey, not with him. Yeah. <laughs> so no. She turned him down because his penis is small. Listen, unless it's she's going to go, she's going to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless it's the size of a two liter Pepsi bottle. <laughs> Oh, we we got to charge for visitation. <laughs> if, if it's that, wow. See, what I, this is one of the things I like about doing this afternoon show, this podcast, because you never know what's going to happen. Oh, I, just, I love podcasts. I do, too. Yeah. I, I do, too. I just love doing them. We were just talking about uh, about Chicago, where Dion grew up, south side of Chicago. When I would get on to do a bunch of voiceover stuff, I always flew into Midway, mm-hmm. which meant uh, you were going down Cicero into the city. And it was always a great treat. And I was trying to think of where the streets, you know that street that goes, as it goes through the neighborhoods in south side of Chicago, it changes from, it goes from like Pope Pius XII Boulevard, and then it becomes Cesar Chavez Boulevard, <laughs> and then it becomes like, it changes like with ethnicity. To Martin yeah, Luther King. Yeah, right, right. Right? Yeah. It's hilarious. It's like, well, you're in this neighborhood, now you're in this neighborhood. <laughs> That's crazy. People don't know, though, that Chicago is a super segregated city. It is. And absolutely. It's even segregated with, with white people. Like, you have, like, the Polish over here, yeah. the Italians over here. Like, it's it's segregated, like, to the fullest. And Greek, you know? town, Greek, Greek town's town. Greek town. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, yeah. It is a, it's my favorite city in the world. Chicago. Yeah, I yeah. love Chicago. Yeah, I, that's, man, that's my place. It's, 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 we need to get a little bit together over there because it's, it's a little, been a little crazy. You know, we even got a, got a show called Chicago Land that's just mm-hmm. showing how crazy it is right now. It's retarded, but, you know, it's, you know, they're going to get it together. It'll be all right, though. It'll I told a story about Still two love weeks. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I told a story on the air here about... <laughs> This friend of mine uh, from the radio business, mm-hmm. he told a story about the first time he was ever in Chicago, mm-hmm. and he, he drove down to Chicago, the white guy. 
And he decided he needed to get some gas, so he pulls off. This sounds delicious. It is hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Already. At least it's ahead. hilarious to Already. me. Already. Go ahead. <laughs> he said, oh, I need some gas before I get into the city too far. So he pulls off the, the freeway, and he's gassing up, and he goes to the, to the man inside. He says, excuse me, sir, could you tell me what's the best way to get downtown? And the guy stared at him for about five seconds, didn't say anything, he went, Man, you on the west side. <laughs> That's great. And he was like, well, like, what does that mean? Like, you don't want to know. Just go away. Yeah. What's the best way to get downtown? As fast as you can, motherfucker. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> the same deal. Skokie. Got a friend named Mark Elliott from Skokie. One Fourth of July decides he's going to buy some fireworks, so mm-hmm. he goes into the city. He's going to buy some illegal fireworks. Bootleg fireworks. So he walks up to a couple of guys standing on a corner, and he walks up and goes, uh, excuse me, do you know where I could buy some fireworks? And one guy looks at the other and goes, you got money? <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing bringing cash That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, it's the greatest. You got money? You got money? You got cash money on you? What are you doing coming down here with cash money? <laughs> that is that's so <laughs> funny. I, I know can where the fireworks are. Let me hold a $100. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Nice uh, Jewish kid from Skokie. You know? <laughs> well, like you're saying, it's very segregated. Skokie was almost all Jews. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, it's segregated that way. It's segregated even with blacks. It's gangs. It's different gang segregation. It's different. Like, and then you got segregation of class, you know, like money and all of that. And right now, there's so much going on in Chicago because they're tearing down a lot of the project buildings. Robert Taylor Homes gone. Yeah, all of that, that, which is around the downtown area. And they're tearing all these down in order to build this hipster community of places. But what they're not realizing is they're tearing down also multi-million dollar drug spots oh yeah and by them turning these projects down they've been selling drugs there forever so people who get their drugs have been going to the same spot all this time so by you tearing down this project they have to relocate and when they relocate they try to they gotta try to go to some somewhere else where somebody else is selling drugs and try to take over their territory because this is in it and it creates this War that's oh, yeah. been going on in Chicago lately, and and they don't know what to do about it. And it's like, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe you need to open up some drug houses. Yeah. <laughs> well, an example of what you're talking about, and this is a true story. In 1982, I flew into O'Hare on this particular trip and going down Division Street through Cabrini Green, and I hadn't eaten anything. I didn't get any airplane food or whatever, so I knew there was a McDonald's right across the street. So as soon as I, I tell the cab driver, as soon as we get uh, down the street a little bit, I want to pull into McDonald's. He goes, what? I said, I just want to pull in. <laughs> we drove by, and it had been torn down <laughs> because somebody was using it as their headquarters. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they just tore the building. I had never – they tore down a McDonald's? <laughs> but, yeah, it's Man, exactly what where, you're talking where, about. Wherever, wherever they can post up and do it. But, yeah, like I said, they've been tearing it down, and they've been wondering why everybody's been murdering Getting killed, and not, it's 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 a problem. But um, they had like the um, 
the um, the, the um, military there. And, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, National yeah, Guard. National Guards. That's what I was trying to yep. say. That national, and they're still there. I mean, you know. Is there anybody left for Rahm Emanuel to piss off? No. <laughs> no. He has pissed every motherfucker off he in the be, place. He should be in the Guinness Book yeah, of World Records right. right now. Yeah. How many people he's been pissed <laughs> off to. I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah, he's 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 just doing his own thing. Yeah, the park in there is so crazy. It's four dollars an hour. Four dollars an hour to park at a meter in downtown Chicago. An hour, an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. From a quarter to a four dollars an hour. That's, That's a little crazy. bit of a jump. Yeah, a little bit. Huh? And everybody thought, you know, since he was a you know working with. President Obama and all yeah. that. He'd come in there and he'd, he'd be, but he's did the, he, he's done the exact opposite. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever he thought he was going. Yeah, do. absolutely. He just you give people some people power and it just doesn't work. Just doesn't work. It's no. too bad. Mm-hmm. Alex, you playing words with friends? What do you got going over there? I am not playing words with friends. I don't play games on my phone. You know what are you doing? <laughs> Looking at Neil Patrick Harris's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Now that's really n- Mr. Cole is sitting right that's here. Nice. I don't have anything to say about Chicago. Yeah, that's kind why of not. You love going to Other Lollapalooza. Other than I go to Lollapalooza, but yeah, that's, that's like wh- I just walk to Grant Park, flail around for hours, and Here's then go different. home and sleep <laughs> or go back around, to her, her her experience in Chicago is a little bit different because she goes and stays at the Peninsula and goes to Lollapalooza and then comes back home. Oh, so it's a different uh, view of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but another great part about Chicago. I mean, that that whole side of Chicago is great, too. It's, mm-hmm. just a, it's a wonderful town. Did you ever hang on Halstead Street? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, yeah. We, it was always a lot of fun for me. Yeah. That was the first time I ever got in trouble in a restaurant, though. Did you try to stab somebody in the neck with a steak knife? That was the first time. (laughs) That was the first time. He does that all the time. No, No, I did it twice. I did it Because he will stab you in the neck with a steak knife. I did it twice. And the first time was at Morton's I've only stabbed twice. Two people in the neck with a steak knife. Only Only twice. twice. Yeah. I was much younger then, and I was at Morton's. You know, Ernie's and Morton's right there. Yeah. And I was in there, and I got in an argument with a guy at at, at the table. Uh Uh-huh. And we're kind of raising our voices and blah, blah, blah. And this guy at the next table said, you know, one, you guys calm down. And you know those big steak knives they have at Morton's? Uh-huh. I picked it up and said, shut the fuck up or I'll stab you to death. I was escorted out of the building. Really? I can't believe <laughs> They misinterpreted that. I know, I know. Right, right, The right, only thing right. that doesn't make sense about that is that it happened in Chicago. I can't believe that and anybody would ever say anything like that to you. No, right. you're absolutely right. <laughs> but that's how Chicago is. Like, you probably would have got arrested anywhere else. They just was like. That's probably true, yeah. We're just going to need you to leave and take your <laughs> knife and your anger and go out into society with it. <laughs> Where you belong. Where you belong. Get out. Go out there with the rest of those maniacs. But I only did it one more time, though. I've only done it twice. Once was in like 1984, and then it was again two years ago. But I've calmed down quite a bit. That's fantastic. I'm much calmer now. It's gotten older. Although yeah. you'll notice there are no knives. I know. I, no, <laughs> no I started looking. Anyway. I was like, survey, this. I was like that's I saw that nice. It's so better than a right. banana clip ooze. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling that out in a steak. I know, right? <laughs> that would not be a good thing. So crazy, man. So how, crazy. How do you like writing for other shows? Like, are you written for a lot of different things? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I love it. It's just another outlet. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like like when I write, I, I, I get into the minds of other people, and then I just start looking at what they like and what how they think, and then I start beginning to think like they think, like what Conan 
you know, Conan is very quirky, but very mm-hmm. smart as well. So you have to, it's, it's a very unique way of writing for him because as, as brilliant as he is, you know, he graduated from Harvard and all of that. And he likes to dissect jokes. So as you write them, you also have to dismember them at the same time. So you'll write a joke that's funny and then you'll dissect it as well. Like if 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 I wrote a bit about a bat in the studio and he's at the desk and we'll have a bat come through the studio and he's mm-hmm. just like, look at this bat. Why is this bat around here? You know, and that would be funny. But then you also have to write him going, okay, wait a minute. Let me see that. Bring that bat back in here. Did you see the string that the bat was on? Look at the texture of this bat. We don't have no more money to, to have a better bat than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what what is the problem around here? That is dissecting what we just wrote. So you have so it's like a funny on top of a funny that you have to do with him. And do you mind that? Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a different way. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, it's to make people laugh, regardless yeah. if you go, this is stupid. If you right. if you're laughing, going, this is stupid, and and you're just laughing, regardless, the goal is to make you laugh. So. Now, the a question that I have is whether when you're working for somebody like Conan, who already has an established personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 please don't take this in the wrong way. Oh. But do you have to write white? Do you have to write white humor, or is all humor the same? No, no, it's it's perspective. Like like me and him. Like if you go on on our website, the, the, or if you've been watching the show, you see things that me and him do. A lot of stuff on the show that we do together. It's the fact that I can be myself, right? Which brings the funny because you have this white guy that's. From Harvard, grad, I mean that, that that's graduated from Harvard or lived from Boston, just Irish white dude talking and mingling with this black dude from Chicago, the South Side of Chicago, allows me to be myself and him to be himself. And as we clash, that's where the funny comes in that that I can be myself and we don't we 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 got good intentions with each other, but we just don't see eye to eye with. With, with how I interpret things and the way he interprets things, but our goal is to make it happen regardless. But the genius funny. is you're writing his lines as well. Exactly. That's so, cool. So what I do is just let him be him. Yeah. And and the more real he is, the less we rehearse. Nah. You know, and that's the way that I, I look at things when I write. That's very you know? cool. Yeah, yeah. So I keep him as, as he is and I stay but you Why? you must hear his voice in your head when you're writing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He would, so, he'd say this. Okay, he wouldn't say that. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, he'll say this, he'll say that. But I wouldn't per se. I wouldn't go. Okay, what would a white man do? And, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're writing. You're writing for the person, not the person. The yeah, 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 absolutely. You only yeah. do that when you're an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> What's this white man gonna do? <laughs> you want to get any mayonnaise? <laughs> I bet he gets off on this floor. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you do your uh, writing for your um, for your uh, stand-up acts, mm-hmm. um, that has to be uh, uh, something that you do. Uh, I presume sitting at a, a computer and you're working on it or you're or you're recording it or whatever but it seems the collaborative process where you're sitting around the table and you're starting with an idea and you keep hearing it bounce back and forth and people making your stuff better do you find the collaborative process when you're working with writers other writers and you uh, set up a bit and then they add their piece and you add yours 
uh, is a quicker way of uh, putting together humor than it is just sitting and trying to figure out alone what you're going to do in a stand-up routine. Yeah, well, when it comes to me writing for myself, it has to something has to happen. Somebody has to have a. It has to be a situation that. I never heard before. It's got to be something that, you know, something that I went through or whatever. And then I'll go, man, that's funny. And then I write it down. As far as, like, writing with a group of people, yeah, it's funny because the demand is, 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 is higher. You know, writing for Conan, you have to have new material every day. The process is insane, like what we do. Every day you go to work, you're there like 9 o'clock, and you, you go through the news and premises and stuff for about maybe about an hour and a half. And then we have, like, interns that give us – we have, like, 50 interns that send us like over, like, 75 premises, and we'll go through those. And then we'll have a meeting, like, around 1030, 11 o'clock, and about talking about what we're going to – what what we think is funny and what we should do and what we don't do and whatever he likes. The head writer, he picks it. And then you off to producing it. You write the script. You 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 cast it. You you build whatever props you need, puppets or boats or whatever you need done. And all of that is happening by one thirty. Then you rehearse it, and he comes out and he sees it. If he likes it, cool. If not, you tear it all down and you start all over with something else. Mm-hmm. But then if he does like it, then it's on the air by four thirty, and you produce it right in, cast it, and everything. Then after it's over with. You back to doing you you on to the, the next uh, thing or whatever. So it's you need a, a, an ensemble of people to make that happen. Well, you picked up a couple of Emmys in this writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was nominated. Yeah, nominated. I've been nominated for yeah like two Emmys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. and um, three Writers Guild Awards and yeah two Emmys. But, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. So. If you don't keep talking, he's going to tell you about his Peabody Award. You know <laughs> I would two, like to hear that. Two, <laughs> oh, no. I like you right up till then. <laughs> uh, what time is your car coming, Dion? Uh, five minutes. In five minutes? Yep. We'll get you out of here in five minutes. <laughs> Might be able to get back and get about maybe an hour nap in. Probably not. If I go to sleep, man, I'm asleep. You sleep? Hey, I might as well just stay woke, man. There's no napping. See, if I take a nap, it makes me sick. I literally get sick from taking naps. I can't. Really? If I go to sleep, I'm just like you said. If I go to sleep, I have to stay to at uh, stay asleep. Yeah. Because if I wake up and you know I can do it for like 15 minutes and I'm okay, but if I if I take like an hour nap, mm-hmm. and wake up, I feel terrible. Yeah, that's how I know I'm gonna feel that way, and I'm gonna be groggy. I, I, I might as well just stay more the groggy I am now. Yeah. Just catch your second wind. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Something like that. And by the way, I love the word. Groggly. Groggly? <laughs> that word's for me. I know I'm going to be all groggly. <laughs> yeah, you are going to use it from now on, aren't you? Don will be good. Well, how are you doing? How are you doing, Don? Kind of groggly. Kind of groggly today, but. <laughs> <laughs> but now tomorrow, it'll all work out just fine. Hilarious. How much time do you spend on the road every year? Man, uh, at least two to three weekends a month. Ooh, yeah, it's all over the all over the place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, I've, I've been I've been behind a desk for like five years, like like actually sitting like behind a desk at Conan, like for years. Conan allowed me to just go out and do stand up over the past since like. Like October, he was just like, man, you can go out and like hit some hit some clubs. Even though I still 
worked out. Like, I was on the show last night. We did a sh- uh, thing. It's on Huffington Post, too. We okay. did this thing last night on the show about uh, Kim Kardashian. So I'm at the studio, and, and I work, but it's like when I when I— when it's time for me to go do a show, he allows me to go. You know what I'm saying? So I can leave on a Thursday and Friday and stuff like that and, you no, know, hit it. I want you to tell me the truth about something. Yes. You have to tell the truth about Absolutely. This. When you watch the Kardashians. Yes. Does it make you laugh at all white people? Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> it really is. It's embarrassing to white people. It's embarrassing to white people. Just the Kardashians, like, oh my God, are you going to do that again? I'll tell you, I don't even watch that show, man. No. I don't even know. I think I don't even know no black people that I know black people watch it, but I don't know no black people that. Oh, watch that's, it. A relief. <laughs> that's a relief. Because I, 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 I know, know I know it, all, I know black people. But I was in the news business for fifty years, and for, so black people would always complain of the way they were portrayed. They were saying. Uh-huh. We're not all like that. We're not all like that. And all the white people are watching your news and they're seeing uh, this person being handcuffed and put in uh, because they're some kind of gang member. Mm-hmm. I'm a banker. I'm not like that. But right. somebody sees me walking down the street and I'm that color. They think I'm like that. So right. please don't put that stuff on television. Uh-huh. And that's exactly the way we feel about the Kardashians. <laughs> and I am so Scared. glad to know you're not watching because we thought all you were judging us based on the Kardashians. Oh, no, no. We're judging you on Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> that's what we're judging you on. Kardashians is fine, but Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, well, that's, that's a very good point. That's a good point. It might be from a different planet. I know, right? By the way, Don, I'm really happy you didn't end that sentence right in the middle. The way you started that sentence, you said, you know, all black people complain. <laughs> I was like this, proceed, <laughs> proceed. Fantastic. I'm glad I found my period. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, go see Dion Cole. He is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night for two shows, Saturday for two shows, and a Sunday show as well. Yes. It was very, very nice man, to come pleasure. right to the airport. Pleasure. Just to pleasure. Thank you all so much. You all have been awesome, man. And congratulations on the show and keep it going, man. Thank you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Yes, absolutely. Thank Let's you, have sir. more fun. Later. We Bye. shall. We shall indeed. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Clips may not be in the Magic Kingdom, but they sure are magical on this episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you, as always, by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week. Jamie Lisso and Dion Cole. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.